You're watching The DM with celeb stylist Audrey Brienne and fashion publicist Tyree Robinson. We're in season three of our podcast where we review the best in costume design in film and TV. We'll now feature live episodes with costume designers and stylists here at Room Service in Beverly Center. Today's guest is a close friend, mentor, and well-known fashion publicist, Mike Vargas. Mike is best known as the former West Coast VP of Kelly Catrone's public relations agency, People's Revolution. He secured celebrity red carpet and editorial placements for some of the biggest stylists and publications in the world. He also frequently works at New York Fashion Week as a creative director. Some of the brands that he's helped launch are Sass and Bide, Mara Hoffman, Jeremy Scott, Subi, and many, many more. Thank you so much, Mikey, Thank for joining you. us today. Excited can to you, talk to you. Can you start with uh, letting our audience know a little bit more about you and what it is that you do? Uh, yeah, so I am a branding, marketing, event production professional. <laughs> I've been doing this for... Uh, close to 20 years now. Um, He's a juggernaut. Focusing a lot on emerging brands. Um, Every phase of uh, launching a brand from design consultation, um, sample runs, uh, the traditional PR, uh, celebrity placement, um, all of it. So why fashion PR? Like, did it find you or did you find it? Um, a little bit of a happy happenstance. Yeah. Um, I actually went to school for PR. Mm-hmm. I uh, got a communications degree with an emphasis in public relations. And what I wanted to do with that was actually go into film. Yeah. Um, wanted to kind of find something that mixed, like, the advertising world with the marketing world like get the creative side of it all. And so PR is kind of sort of where I landed. Um, initially, I um, I wanted to go into the film world just because I grew up in LA, born and raised here. So kind of like was kind of the logical path to take. Um, worked at DreamWorks uh, for a very short time right out of school, getting coffees for a lot of, important people. But at DreamWorks, uh, like, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, it just wasn't what I thought it would be. Yeah. So I wanted to be more uh, involved in the creative process for, for, for brands. And so um, through a friend, a mutual friend, Jenny Daco, who's already working uh, for Fred Siegel Beauty at the time, which was a artist rep, rep agency, mm-hmm. um, she... And after the small gigs here and there in, in fashion, I, I ended up at People's Revolution uh, as their showroom manager. Um, and this is, I mean, this is a long line dating myself. But yeah, like early 2000s, yeah. you know, like the hype of... Uh, That's when I met you, so... Yeah, yeah we, but you know, it was all about like celebrity branding, yeah. you know, uh, Paris and... Lindsay and all those girls walking yeah, out of kids with like the bags, <laughs> yes. you know. So it I was kind of era. like the initial launch of that kind of like celebrity power behind the brand. So um, yeah, I've been doing it for for quite 
some time and uh, it's been a fun ride. (laughs) What's been one of the most memorable events that you've worked at? Um, So probably the first one that I did when I was at People's Revolution. Um, It, uh, yeah, most memorable just because it was the first one that I did and it was such an incredibly... um, just a very like a list event uh we did the at the time absolutely vodka was doing a lot of collaboration with designers and so we were part of the launch of stella mccartney for absolutely vodka that's so cool um so it was a huge huge event um a list designer a list talent attending um you know that night I got to meet Tom Ford yeah, through was, Jeremy Scott, which to me so is handsome. kind of sort of the, that's my, my celebrity world is kind of sort of in the designer world yeah. for sure. Um, and just said, uh, yeah, for, you know, someone right out of college kind of sort of and jumping into the event PR branding industry and being involved in such an incredible event was pretty pretty memorable that segues like right into my next question because i wanted to know you work with such like heavy hitters in this industry um do you get starstruck either by the entertainers or the designers like is there ever that moment where it's just kind of like pinch me it for me it's definitely more on the design yeah side um you know for me like seeing like a tom brown or a Diane von Furstenberg at Fashion Week in New York, or even like the editors, like seeing yeah. Grace um, or Mr. Edward from Vogue UK. Yes. It's such a like <laughs> thrilling, like, oh my God, yes. the greats are here. <laughs> um, with celebrity, it's a little bit different because I think uh, being in the industry and kind of sort of being part of the trajectory of some of these big cele- celebrities now, mm. kind of, you kind of lose that like, Luster. Yeah, you yeah. kind of like follow them or along their like per career path, and so you know it, uh, it. It's not as like, I mean, it's it's ex- exciting for yeah. sure, but um, it's not as thrilling. And I don't, yeah, think. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're telling us a lot about like the great things, but what are some common misconceptions about fashion PR? Um, so it. It's not glamorous. <laughs> and I think no. yeah, as a stylist, I mean, you, you, as a publicist yourself, I think you, you know, it's not glamorous. Like, yeah, no. we get to experience all these like cool things, but there's so much work that goes into putting even to like a small lunch for a, a brand yeah. or, you know, it, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of like, and I, I hope things have changed a little bit now for yeah. the industry, but you know, like, for me, back in the day, it was like, you you know, I remember one season we did 20 shows in New York, and I moved into my boss's, like, apartment, sleeping in her daughter's, like, princess bed for a month, uh, being up at 9 in the morning, staying up till 2, 3 in the morning, uh, reaching out to press, um, seating charts, yeah. uh, model castings, music, I mean, it... It's not glamorous, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think TV has made it glamorous, but, like, mm-hmm. the actual work that goes into 
any sort of activation for a brand is exhausting. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, just fashion shows them, themselves for that 10, 15 minutes, the amount of production that goes in before that, it's months and months and months of work. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, ex- it's a very... It's an industry for the youth. <laughs> it is. Um, you're already talking about it, so can I just dive a little deeper? I wanted to know, like, what's the most and least rewarding part of Fashion Month? Um, so the... I mean... Hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, the least rewarding... I mean, it, it kind of... It, it's very rewarding leading up to that moment where, like, the first model's, like, walking out. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as, like, the last one comes back in, it's like, that's it. <laughs> so much work goes into yeah. it. That yeah. for, like, that 10 minutes, you're like, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And seeing these, like, girls and the clothes kind of come to life and then... It's it's really you're like, oh, yes, you know. But then it's also like, fuck all yeah. that. For, sorry, for, for like ten, twelve minutes yeah. of, of 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 that. It's a little sad, I think. Not, yeah. Not that it's not rewarding, but it's a little like, fuck, it's over. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it's short. Like fashion shows go by yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You blink and you're like, wait, wait, I didn't see the number 12. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, you start production like months ahead. Yeah. And uh, even like the hours leading up to it, it's such a like, uh, you know, you can't really, you're like waiting to breathe and then it happens so fast and yeah. you're like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah. But it's beautiful. I mean, it's, yeah. it's such a beautiful thing to like be part of and witness and create yeah Yeah. it gets kind of emotional sometimes Mm -hmm. like i've cried before it shows just because like either it's so beautiful or because i've been part of the behind the scenes and know all the like work that's gone into it so pr is a lot of outreach building relationships a lot of follow-up have you ever been afraid of the word no uh well you kind of learn that that's going to happen a lot, like early on, like very early on, yeah. I think as a publicist, you kind of learn that you're going to hit a lot of walls. Yeah. Um, when it comes to, especially pitching stories, like, you know, you might go after 10,000 people <laughs> and out of the 10,000, you'll get a hundred back. Yeah. So you do come, I mean, you go, you have to be very tough, tough. And, yeah. and kind of, uh, know that when you're stepping into this industry, you're going to come across a lot of that. Are you the type that comes back, though, sometimes? Like, does a no stop you? Or are there times where you're like, cool, so who else do I go to to get a yes? Uh, You kind of have to... Well, the way I was brought up uh, professionally was not the healthiest. (laughs) That's one way of saying it. Uh, So it was like you get it done or you don't have a job. So yeah. you figured out a way to get that placement. That is cutthroat. Or, um, you know, find find that, like, avenue yeah. that's going to get you results. All right. Um, so, yeah, you have to be quick on your feet and figure yeah. out, like, where, okay, well, if this led nowhere, like, what path can I take yeah. to get either a placement or a... Uh, 
celebrity to sign on to something mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever yeah. the activation is. You figure it out. What I figured is like, it's like I look at it as a door and if they shut the door, it's like, okay, can I go under, around, over? <laughs> like, what way can I get yeah. through this door even yeah. though like it's shut? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to be yeah. really on your feet about you it. Got to be, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that kind of segues to my next question. Is there a lot of personal belief with these brands that you work with or what ideas do you take on taking on a new brand or like working with clients you've already established? Um, so that is, yeah, uh, well, it, it really depends. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of uh, PR companies have to keep the lights on, right? So you take on brands that you don't necessarily believe in, but you have to pay the bills. Yeah. yeah. And so to make up for that, um, so you want to believe in the brands. Yeah. Right. So if it's a smaller, um, up-and-coming, emerging brand that you uh, really believe in and you're like, all right, I think this is something that can really make an impact in the industry, mm-hmm. um, but they have no money. So then you have to balance that out by working with someone who maybe you don't necessarily believe in as much, but yeah. that you know is going to help you keep the lights on. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it, it's tricky because for me, my experience well, with my own agency when I had it uh, was that I was too... Uh, focused on those smaller brands that had no money yeah, and didn't have that balance of like bigger brands who could pay that big retainer mm-hmm. um, to keep the lights on. Yeah. You know, so. Sounds like it's a juggling act. Yeah. yeah. Between, like what you have to do to get the, like keep the lights on and then the, the passion ones where you yeah. like really care Absolutely. a lot about it. Yeah. Cause you know, like a brand, a newer emerging brand isn't going to have that like, $5,000 retainer Yeah, that, you know, uh, a beauty company who's just, like, trying to get product on some faces mm-hmm. yeah. has. So it is. It's a very, like, fine line. But I think, I, I, personally, I, I would love to believe in everything that I'm pushing because I feel like that speaks to my, my... Like, if I have a relationship with a stylist that I've been working with for 20 years... Mm-hmm. And I'm bringing them like this crappy brand. They're gonna be like, "What, what, what is, is this?" <laughs> you know, yeah. like, we know your level. We yeah. know your. There's like a caliber yeah. that you gotta like yeah, yeah, keep yeah. going. I'm curious because you're talking about like it's kind of getting spiritual in here, but I wanted to know like how do you take care of Mike at the end of the day? Like because this is so whirlwind. There's so much going on. Um, how do you make sure that like you're tuning into yourself yeah. and checking in? Um, I think it definitely comes with age. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, starting in the industry so young and, and having so much access to so many things, like you go for it, you know, like yeah. going to New York for shows and being out all night and then like doing it all over again. <laughs> with- yeah whatever it took and yeah that was great but you know as you kind of grow out of that you find ways to actually like disconnect from it and really focus on growing yourself yeah. a little bit more 
No, I yeah. agree. Like, as I get older in this, like, because like you said, I would I would burn from both yeah. ends and thought that was the way to do it was to hustle, yeah. to be overbooked. Like, that was success. And as you get older, you realize that, like, yeah, there's, like, a point where, like, you need to be busy, but it's, like, you got to be okay when you go home. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, you got to be able to, like, know that you're a good person doing the right thing. So... No, I totally get it. And I also think it's important to, like, separate, have that separation of, like, your work life and your professional life. Um, You know, I tried doing, like, work from home for a bit, and that was just, like, it it just didn't stop. Because it's, like, basically you wake up, roll out of bed, and you're, like, on the phone. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, till you put it down, and then you wake up, pick it up. So it was such a 24-7 thing that I'm like, this isn't working. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That wraps up our Q&A with Mike Vargas. We will be back with a game of this or that. The DM is hosted in partnership with Room Service at Beverly Center, LA's premier shopping and lifestyle destination in the heart of the city. Room Service is a first-of-its-kind private members club designed to elevate the shopping and dining experience for LA's influential creators, VIPs, stylists, and costume designers. Membership includes complimentary valet and self-parking at Beverly Center, access to a unique and stylish member lounge, private conference and fitting rooms, and complimentary amenities such as steamers, rolling racks, snacks, and beverages. To learn more about room service membership, follow us on Instagram and click the link in the bio, or visit www.beverlycenter.com. We're going to play a game of this or that. Um, The first option is going to be this and then the second option is going to be that and if you can't decide just shake the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first question is editorial or red carpet red carpet red carpet yeah it's a, it's a more immediate like where you get the reward real fast. Yes. Yes. los angeles new york uh both i think they uh each have their like appeal yeah for sure. Okay. Celeb placement or magazine mention? Uh, both. <laughs> both. I think they, uh, yeah. They, yes, both. <laughs> so men and women's brands or accessories and beauty? Uh, men's and women's. I think it's a little bit more creative. Okay. Than the, the accessories and beauty areas are a little yeah. condensed. Kind yeah. of tricky. Yeah. 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 And the last one, do you prefer fashion shows or presentations? Fashion. <laughs> fashion shows. Yeah. Wait. Fashion, fashion shows. shows. Fashion, yeah, fashion shows. <laughs> uh, yes, I mean, it, they're so magical. Yeah. Um, the last one I saw was the Valentino Couture show. I don't know if you guys saw it. Yeah. Beautiful. Tears. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, the way everything. My heart was, like, pounding. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what like is every this? Every single like, look. It was really good. It was really, really good. So that wraps up this episode of the DM where we had an interview with fashion publicist Mike Vargas. Mike, thank you so much for being thank here. You for this was awesome. You'll find links to Mike's social media in the description box below. And make sure that you follow, subscribe, rate, and like. Yep. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> If you enjoyed the show, please introduce your friends to our work, rate, review, like, and follow. Check us out on the dm.net or on Instagram at, at Audrey Brienne and at Tyree Style. <laughs>
A special thank you to Nearby Sound for our theme song. The DM is produced by Joe Passarelli, Audrey Brienne, and Tyree. Boom.